Those that listen, get addicted to my diction. Fuck rhymes, I write prescriptions for your disease. What up, Anchor Fam? It's Reesh. Wow. I'm sure many of you, at least uh, the hip-hop heads out there in Anchorville, I'm sure, have heard that legendary Mob Deep rapper, Prodigy, who was, of course, one half of the iconic gangster rap crew repping Queensbridge, New York, died on Tuesday, June 20th, 2017. He was only 42. I was a huge Mob Deep fan growing up in Queens and Long Island. In fact, one of the few moments of joy when uh, I rep Long Island, which is not often, one of the few moments for me where I really have a lot of pride is when the topic of iconic rappers from Long Island come up. And maybe not common knowledge, but there's several iconic rappers from Long Island, such as Rakim from Dance, De La Soul from Amityville, Public Enemy from Roosevelt, Flava Flav from Freeport, Busta Rhymes from Uniondale, and of course, Prodigy was born in Hempstead. So anyway, although details are still unknown, he was reportedly hospitalized shortly after a performance in Las Vegas this past weekend due to complications from a horrible genetic disease that he's been battling since birth known as sickle cell anemia. Prodigy was performing in the Art of Raptor in Las Vegas with Havoc, the other half of Mob Deep, Ghostface Killa, Onyx, KRS-One, and Ice-T before he had to be hospitalized. Many reports have speculated that his death was likely secondary to a severe what's known as sickle cell crisis that may have cut blood supply off to one or several vital organs, potentially. And uh, coincidentally, legendary deceased rapper Tupac Shakur, who's been in the news lately with the release of All Eyes on Me that opened on his would-have-been 46th birthday this past Friday, June 16th, also died in Las Vegas, except, of course, he died after a still-unsolved homicide on the Las Vegas Strip. Pac was recently inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this past April 2017, and he's had many proud moments in his legacy both before and after his death, but one of his not-so-proud moments was when he called out Prodigy during the height of the infamous East Coast, West Coast beef, which led to one of the rawest diss tracks ever made, Hit Him Up. That diss track largely targeted Brooklyn rapper The Notorious B.I.G., but Pac also took figurative shots at other notable East Coast gangster rappers, like Mob Deep. Oh yeah, Mob Deep. <laughs> you wanna fuck with us? Tupac infamously went too far when he called out Mob Deep's prodigy, not for being a bad rapper or a bitch, but he dissed him for having sickle cell anemia. You little young ass motherfuckers, don't one of you niggas got sickle cell or something? You fuck with me, nigga, you fuck around, have a seizure or heart attack. Talk about cold blooded. Prodigy would later go on to make a brutally honest response track called You Can Never Feel My Pain, chronicling his physically painful life 
with Sickle Cell Anemia on his first solo album in November 2000. Look out for a brand new audio autopsy later this week, lyrically biopsying that Prodigy track, which is chock full of medical references. Briefly though, Sickle Cell Anemia is a disease of red blood cells, more common in black people, where a portion of the red blood cell volume has this weird sickle shape to the cells instead of the normal smooth round shape because of a genetic error that caused a single letter change in the DNA code for hemoglobin, the molecule that helps red blood cells transport oxygen. And this change causes red blood cells to basically lose flexibility and can actually cause them to block blood vessels. Not a good look at all, as you can imagine. Things that can create low oxygen environments like cold weather sometimes, being dehydrated, and even intense exercise can cause red blood cells in these patients to sickle. And sickle cell patients tend to have severe pain basically anywhere blood vessels can be blocked chest, various bones, the gut, and the most dreaded location for a blocked blood vessel is of course the brain, where blocking a major blood vessel can cause a massive stroke and then obviously sudden death, which may or may not have been how it went down for P. You're listening to Medicine Remixed only on Anchor. Thank you for calling the Medicine Remixed Audio Topsy Hotline. Please leave the lyrical biopsy to be examined at the sound of the beep. Thank you. Audio Topsy, in case you're just joining us, is a segment where they go through hip-hop lyrics looking for the surprisingly frequent medical references, and they explain those references. It's uh, pretty awesome. And, I mean, it's weird how much medicine there is in hip-hop. I thought I'd call in today and let you know how much I thoroughly enjoyed your Audio Topsy. That was so incredible and amazing. It blew my mind. I was already addicted to your show, but now I feel like like I'm jonesing a little bit for another audio topsy. So yeah, I guess I'm just gonna have to sit here and quietly rock back and forth in the corner until the next episode comes out. Please stay tuned as we continue to break down medical references in your favorite rap music. Listening to Medicine Remixed for all things dope here on Anchor. What up, Remix fam? It's Reesh. It's Medicine Remixed, which is basically a medical mixtape produced by the rawest crew of mixed medical artists, D and yours truly, Reesh. And come to think of it, I just realized the initials of D and Reesh is D-R. Doctor. Coincidence? I think, yeah, purely a coincidence, but uh, an interesting coincidence, though. Anyway, speaking of doctors and rap music, the track you hear behind me was produced by the wealthiest doctor of all time, hands down. And uh, turns out the dude never even went to medical school. Rumor for a little while was that uh, he went to Baylor. Isn't that right, Dr. Ken? Oh, okay. Dr. Dre is actual medical doctor. I think he went to Baylor. Now that's good OR music, yo. Appendectomy. Yup, bum, 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 bum. That Dr. Ken Jong, the one that got away. 
literally, from medicine. But uh, would love to get that guy on the show one day, if possible. Actually, come to think of it, Debunked, who I was just talking about, uh, played basketball with Dr. Ken at the NBA All-Star Game while we were in medical school like a half a decade ago. This is a completely true story, by the way. Um, Dee's boy Leonard worked for uh, this, uh, this big apparel brand, um, and they somehow had a hookup, and uh, long story that I don't even entirely know short, Dee got to ball with Senior Chang himself. So, uh, yeah, Dee, uh, we're going to need to hear a little bit more about that story sometime on here, and off the air, we got to figure out uh, how to at least get that motherfucker, Ken Jong to talk to us over the Anchor Interviews feature, at least, and uh, we'll keep you posted about that. In the meantime, um, if you like our shit, help us spread the love, you know, the digital Brooklyn way, and uh, let your homies know about Medicine Remix so we can, you know, elevate our cyber street cred status and start getting guests like Dr. Ken or maybe even Dr. Motherfucking Dre one day. Who's the doctor they told you to go see? But till that time, we have some equally fascinating people you probably never heard of that we've already interviewed, such as uh, Dr. Catherine Coe, the ambidextrous neurosurgeon who's also a street artist and also woke as fuck. I, I call her the most interesting woman in the world, you know, like the, the Dos Equis, most interesting man in the world. So we'll have a trailer for that interview up tomorrow along with the highly anticipated prodigy inspired audiotopsy episode uh, which will be dropping tomorrow as well big day tomorrow and uh, we're going to premiere that that truly amazing interview with uh, with dr ko um, on monday june 26th so definitely keep us locked so now that you're up to speed on the medicine remix forecast i wanted to say big ups to the tone show and the Gen X tech uh, stations for those great call-ins that uh, you may have heard before, you know, talking about the uh, current state of health in hip-hop, which I've said before, you know, hip-hop is a pillar of modern culture and popular culture, so the implications of each of these rapper deaths is potentially huge as far as being like, you know, a social biopsy of sorts, you know, of what problems are plaguing all of our real communities and there's a real spectrum of disease that these artists have succumbed to from gun violence you know big and pox to overdoses like asap gams to heart disease big pun uh, to cancer mca from the beastie boys and guru from gangstar that tone mentioned um to lupus jay dilla to type 1 diabetes fight dog um to now sickle cell anemia like like prodigy and um you know, we, we've done a bunch of segments on, on some of these artists that I mentioned. And, you know, it's, it's like you could write a whole medical textbook using rappers as case studies. Huh. I wonder who would be able to make such a thing. And if they could, what would they call it? Hmm, I wonder. Anyway, the point is, uh, regular people make other regular people famous, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we're all people. So if regular people are paying so much attention to these other famous regular people, maybe we can use that power of celebrity somehow to inform and entertain at the same time. I basically just described the birth of Medicine Remixed. Stay tuned uh, to see where the journey takes us. You're listening to Medicine Remixed only on Anchor. Uh, so if you guys would please just like and subscribe 
anywhere you see anything medicine remixed like the shit out of it just click on it doesn't cost you anything move your goddamn fat finger and click on it you're clicking all kinds of other shit at work when you shouldn't be god damn it yeah. Um, but uh but yeah we appreciate it and that's really you know the only surrogate market we have to go by and listen the other thing is fucking tell people about it man Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends. I mean, I, I'm always amazed, man, when people think people are famous. Like, I've never been starstruck, ever. And the reason I've never been star, starstruck is because somebody said to me once, you know, the only reason that person's famous is because you made them famous. Right. I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, stop caring who the fuck that is. Yeah. Watch how famous he is now. And it's yeah. like, holy it's like fuck, we, you're right. Yeah, we give things meaning, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we give words meaning. We give everything, man. And like, when people when people think like, oh, you know, my friend's an artist. Uh, he's, he's a guy who wants to make it big or whatever. You know something? Fucking support that. I mean, if he sucks, he sucks. But if he's even halfway good, man, you make people famous. I don't think people realize that. You make things important. And God damn it, make us famous is what we're saying fucking tell people no but my point is is that the only way this is going to get out and it's ever going to you know get it you know grow any legs to it is if people tell other people about it and listen if you don't like it thank you for suffering through it we love you and if you like it we'll fucking tell somebody man and to be real honest the feedback that we've gotten back so far fucking great man like uh we appreciate it and we're having a good time doing it and this is our way to you know be creative within a field that really is an art and a science really just like those those poor art art programs in, yeah. in the schools like yeah. you know the art has been taken out of it yeah. so you know for for creative people in medicine and there's a lot of them there's a lot of like super sure, talented man. people um you know this this could be a, a forum for those people kind of you know looking for a different right. way to express their craft you know through a, through a more creative means Every time I see an intro for Audiotopsy, I get so freaking excited. Y'all know I'm excited about this, right? They're so freaking good. I love them so much. And I just wanted to say that I am loving all of these Audiotopsy segments. Loving all of them. I love what you guys are doing here. I'm paying attention and taking a listen and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Damn, I love them so much. So much. And I'm a huge fan. So much. Of like understanding the deeper meanings behind song lyrics. I sent in a song for a lyrical biopsy from the good doctors at Medicine Remix. The context that y'all are bringing to these audiotopsy segments, like my mind is constantly being blown and I can't deal with it. I can't. Can't wait to listen. Like it's taking it to a whole new level for me and I am all the way here for it. So thanks. Keep them coming. This is an update about the status of the You Can Never Feel My Pain audiotopsy. There were more layers than we originally thought, and our first practitioners are feverishly running their final analyses on the deepest layers of this street poetry specimen. Wait, what? What do you mean there's a third layer? Alright, just, just run the fucking samples already. The Remix Nation is waiting. I'm sorry about that, Remix fam. I uh, was just told by one of our stanza surgeons that double entendres we dissected began revealing themselves as triple entendres. Triple entendre, don't even ask me how. Don't even ask me how. 
Rest assured, we're doing the right thing by sticking to the principles of the scientific enemy, the H.O.D. man, to guarantee a prodigy-worthy biopsy. Thanks for your patience, and we're sorry for any inconvenience this may have caused you. You're listening to Medicine Remixed only on Anchor, so keep it locked and loaded for the truth, if you can handle it, that is. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! We used to pee going to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not not like every day, but we've been dealing with this for over 20 years. So, you know, Pete goes to the hospital, stays in for like three days, maybe five tops, and he get back better than he out. So it wasn't like, you no know, nothing to be like, oh my God, he's crazy sick. It's just sometimes he's ha- he has sickle cell crises. I got home, I was checking up on him, calling the road manager to make sure, like, you know, how Pete doing, he's good. Oh yeah, he was in pain, but he doing better. Day two, oh, he's even better and better. He walking around better, everything's normal. And then, uh, the, yesterday, the day of my little son's graduation, uh, somebody called me saying that somebody told them that they heard a weird rumor, and this is at 11 o'clock in the morning, they heard that he was uh, passed away in a Las Vegas hospital. Now, I know that he's in the hospital, but come on, I know he's not dead. Like, I mean, he go to the hospital all the time. I mean, you know, we rumors always like that get around, like, you know, some dumb shit. So, you know, whatever. I was I was really laughing, to be honest with you, because I had not directly spoken to Pete, but I knew his, his uh, status every day since I left. But then I was like, let me call our road manager and see you know what's up just to just to ease my brain you know what I'm saying even though I know it was a lie so he called him and I must have called him back or he called me back I can't even remember because everything is so crazy and the road manager was just crying like I never heard before and I, I just had to hang up the phone and, and all the whole time I'm driving with my little five-year-old son that just graduated from kindergarten on our way to go eat somewhere you understand so i'm still on my way to a destination i couldn't i'm on the highway i can't pull over i can't do nothing i could have crashed with my kids in the car i'm still just fucked up like i can't even listen to uh you know shook ones or any song, I, I could hardly could look at the pictures because I don't know how, I don't, I don't know, but people that lost somebody, they know what I'm talking about, today. but this is just a little bit more crazy. This is just a little bit more crazy. I met him when I was 15, you know, I'm 43 right now. So, you know, I mean, life, you know, I, you know, I gotta move on. Everybody gotta move on with life eventually, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't even, go into that part because it's just now I, I, I still can't believe it I just still can't believe it I, I, I just can't
How many of us? How many jealous? Real friends. There's that many of us. We smile at each other. But how many honest? Trust issues. Switch up the number. I can't be bothered. I cannot blame you for having an angle. I ain't got no issues, I'm just doing my thing Hope you're doing your thing too I'm a deadbeat cousin, I hate family reunions Fuck the church up by drinking at the communion Spilling free wine, now my tux is ruined In time for a day, what the fuck we doing? Who your real friends? We all came from the bottom I'm always blaming you, but what's sad? You not the problem Damn, I forgot to call him Shit, I thought it was Thursday Why you wait a week to call my phone in the first place? When was the last time I remembered a birthday? When was the last time I wasn't in a hurry? Uh, tell me you want them tickets when it's game time Even to call your daughter on a FaceTime Even when we was young, I used to make time Now we be way too busy just to make time Even for my real friends I guess I get what I deserve, don't I? Word on the streets if they ain't heard from them uh, I guess I get what I deserve, don't I? Talk down on my name, throw dirt on them one of the rawest diss tracks of all time hit him up tupac infamously goes too far when he calls out mob deep's prodigy for having the horribly painful genetic red blood cell disorder sickle cell anemia prodigy would later go on to make a brutally honest response track called you can never feel my pain about his experience with the disease on his very underrated first solo album released in november 2000 According to his autobiography, My Infamous Life, Prodigy wanted T-Boz from the legendary girl group TLC to get on the chorus for this song since she also suffers from sickle cell anemia. There's no cure for sickle cell and that's why I am the national spokesperson. However, according to T-Boz, her label did not want her to collaborate with a gangster rapper. About 2 million Americans carry the sickle cell gene, and it's way more common in black people with 1 in 12 African Americans having the disease. 1974, motherfucker, I was born with pain. My mom's and my pops pass it down to me. The genetic nerds call the pattern of inheriting sickle cell anemia autosomal recessive, which means both of Prodigy's parents must have been at least carriers of the disease since two copies of the recessive gene are required to cause the full-blown disease in which a change in the genetic code for a blood molecule known as hemoglobin, a molecule instrumental in allowing red blood cells to carry oxygen to human tissues. Basically, in the DNA genetic alphabet of A, T, C, and G, the part of Prodigy's coding for hemoglobin that should have been an A was switched to a T. And that single change causes a genetic domino effect in the amino acid architecture of the hemoglobin chain which causes people with the disease to have red blood cells that take the weird sickle shape instead of the normal smooth round shape and that causes red blood cells to lose flexibility and can actually block blood vessels as a result. Things that can create low oxygen environments like cold weather sometimes, being dehydrated, and even intense exercise can cause red blood cells in these patients to sickle up, as Prodigy explains here in an interview. You know, growing up as a child, I just like going through tremendous pain um, all the time, like when the weather changes or, you know, if I didn't stay properly hydrated, 
or if I overworked my body. Um. Sickle cell patients tend to have severe pain basically anywhere blood vessels can get blocked from the chest to hip joints to various bones to even the spleen which sometimes has to be removed due to sickle cells blocking blood flow to it. With morphine as a little kid, I built a tolerance for drugs, addicted to the medicine. Treatment for sickle cell pain crisis is basically aggressive hydration, oxygen, and pain medicine. Prodigy was taking powerful narcotic painkillers since he was a little kid and naturally became dependent on them as many people with chronic pain conditions like sickle cell anemia unfortunately tend to be. For severe sickle cell crises, blood exchange transfusions are sometimes done and a medicine called hydroxyurea can be given for long-term pain management as the drug decreases the frequency and severity of sickle cell crises by increasing the overall availability of hemoglobin in the body. Prodigy's use of the word crisis has both a social reference as well as a reference to a sickle cell crisis, otherwise known as a vaso-occlusive crisis, where blood vessels, which is what vaso represents get blocked which is what occlusive represents in vaso-occlusive crisis so in this vaso-occlusive crisis sickle cell shaped red blood cells lead to severe pain and in the most extreme cases possible death from things like a stroke where major blood vessels to the brain get blocked or a heart attack where major blood vessels to the heart get blocked prodigy mentioning cold-hearted in this verse is a reference both to his cynicism against the world and a reference to the cold very literally affecting his disease which can increase the risk of sickle cell crisis. His mention of not playing sports is because intense exercise as we mentioned can also cause increasing sickling of red blood cells as it creates a low oxygen environment which red blood cells sickle under in the disease. P eventually began to see his condition as a blessing because it created a resilience in him while also allowing him to focus heavily on his music career indoors. He cites his suffering as the root of his strength and identity. You know, I had to just learn. I couldn't do certain things like other kids. You know, I, I, I did it. I was a little different. You're listening to Medicine Remixed only on Anchor. Audio top speed.